0: This is Aspen Public Radio. I'm your host, Eleanor Bennett, here with a feature for you. Throughout the Roaring Fork Valley, there are more than 40 cafes, restaurants, and bars that tout their relationship with nearby farms and ranches. There's even a map of them, the Roaring Fork and Farm map, listing local food champions from Aspen to Glenwood Springs. In this final story of a three-part series, reporter Kaya Williams speaks with several of the chefs about where the farm-to-table movement goes from here.
1: Let's do a quick straw poll with some farmers and chefs who work together in our region. In a valley chock full of farm to table restaurants, who's setting the bar? The best of the best. I'm so proud of, of Barkley of Chef Barkley at Bosque.
0: Barkley Dodge at Bosque. Bosque in Aspen. Barkley at the Bosque. Absolutely.
1: Barkley Dodge is the only chef in Aspen with a Michelin-starred restaurant, and he's now a two-time semi-finalist for the James Beard Awards, the Oscars of the food world. I stopped by his kitchen last winter, the first time he was James Beard nominated, to watch this woodsy chef with a gentle demeanor slice Colorado-striped bass and show me hunks of spruce that he went out and foraged himself. Like his
2: wood. But it's all we can get right now. There's no, like, fresh mushrooms and berries. I mean, we just have to get creative this time of year.
1: I had a hunch he'd end up on the list again. This year, he's nominated for Outstanding Chef. And based on how much everyone praises his work, I figured I should give him a call about this whole farm-to-table thing I've been working on.
2: You know, I'm a chef, so I'm a flavor seeker. And the best flavor comes from small farms that are putting lots of care and love and attention into their soil, into their sustainability, into their product, to their people, into the community.
1: Dodge says he's mainly motivated by the way local ingredients taste, and that's a heck of a lot better than the ones he could get from far-off industrial food suppliers. But he also values the story behind the food. Dodge trains all of his waitstaff to speak brightly about the dishes they're serving. And he credits a lot of the farms on the menu. For him, this isn't just a passing trend, but a way of life.
2: I mean, I started working really closely with the farms in the early 2000s in my first restaurant here in Aspen. And the, the awareness is, is, is always strengthening. You know, it's just it's mainstream now. So get out there and and get it.
1: Dodge thinks there's a couple of factors that have strengthened that awareness, food TV being one of them. The accolades from the Michelin Guide and James Beard Foundation might help as well, he says. So I checked in with those two arbiters of taste. If you search the Michelin website for the tag farm-to-table, you get more than 700 results. And if you look at the other semi-finalists for James Beard's Outstanding Chef Award, practically half the list emphasizes local sourcing on their websites. Amanda Faison who's on the James Beard Awards Committee, told me in an email that local and seasonal ingredients are a factor in the voting body's decisions, just like it would be for a consumer choosing where they'll go out to eat. She says the foundation has seen a, quote, huge uptick in restaurants that care about where their food comes from and how they're using it in the kitchen. Same thing over at the Michelin Guide, where the anonymous chief inspector has also seen a rise in what they call sustainable gastronomy. They told me in an email that local sourcing isn't a requirement for a Michelin star, but high-quality product is a key factor. The officials from Michelin and the James Beard Foundation say their awards can be a motivator, that there's a ripple effect when their organizations honor farm-to-table restaurants. Tiffany Pineda-Scarlett, who co-founded the Farmer and Chef Catering Company here in the Valley, says that recognition has an impact on the diners, too. Maybe even more than the chefs. I don't know that if, like, the kind of chef who cares about sourcing locally is going to be motivated to do that in efforts of winning an award.
0: You should be doing it for your community, at, at the very least for your local economy to thrive, and for the quality of your ingredients, also. But I think from a consumer perspective or standpoint, it could definitely help kind of drive you know,
1: what a successful restaurant means. Pineda Scarlett is technically the farmer in Farmer and Chef. She cut her teeth at Sustainable Settings and Two Roots Farm, but she also has a lot of experience as a cook. She runs this business with her husband, Chef Joey Scarlett, and together they operate the cafe at the Aspen Art Museum, where you can get a full farm-to-table lunch for less than 30 bucks. The menu lists salad with greens from Flipside Farm in Hotchkiss, avocado toast with eggs from Dooley Creek Farm in Carbondale. Online, you can even click through links to learn more about the farms. Joey Scarlett says part of their model is educating the consumer, as interest in local agriculture continues to grow.
2: I think people are starting to respect food a little bit more. Mm-hmm. and start to understand a little bit more where their food comes from and, again, asking the right questions.
1: Because even though there are a lot of restaurants who are authentically committed to the mission of local sourcing, Tiffany worries that some places are just in it for the cachet. I think a lot of businesses are hopping on the bandwagon because it is kind of sexy and you can justify charging higher prices and people don't question it as much. And I think that's that discredits a lot of businesses that are like working very hard to source from so many different purveyors and growers. Like a lot of chefs in the farm-to-table movement, Tiffany and Joey want diners to ask about the bigger picture. Not only where each ingredient came from, but why it's important to support local agriculture. On the other side of town, at Aspen Meadows Resort, Chef Rachel Saxton shares that mission and recognizes that her restaurant's proximity to the Aspen Institute could help her reach some major big picture
0: thinkers. I want people to, especially with the Institute, you know, bringing all ideas and always being innovative, like why not have food that sparks conversation
1: saxton says she's always cooked with local ingredients here at aspen meadows she's been known to forage around the resort's property and with a recent revamp at her restaurant formerly called plato's now west and social more people are able to enjoy those flavors where there used to be two menus a fancy farm to table one and a casual bar one
0: now having one menu throughout that all focuses on using local products Everybody gets that opportunity.
1: Saxton says this philosophy is just part of who she is. This 30-something chef with a fine dining resume also has family members who are fourth-generation farmers. And she spent her childhood planting corn, making cider from apples in her grandpa's orchard.
0: So it's always just part of just My childhood and and things I loved, and I fell in love with food that way, and it's still a part.
1: That might sound unusual for a child of the 90s, but it's an experience that used to be nearly universal. This whole idea of eating local, connecting with your nearby farmers, well, a lot of the folks I've talked to said it's not a novel concept at all. They believe the current movement for farm-to-table food is a reminder that this is the way we used to eat all the time.
2: It was only a blip in the radar where we haven't been doing it this way.
1: Travis McFlynn is a volunteer at Sustainable Settings, a farm down in Carbondale.
2: It is fascinating that we could have gone kind of out of that loop only to rediscover it like, like it's an aha moment to like know who we actually are where we came from.
1: I met McFlynn pretty early in this reporting process, while he was milking cows in the soft morning light. And like most of the farmers and chefs I've spoken to, he believes you can taste the difference, even if you don't know the nuances of small-scale regenerative farming.
2: I think that if you reach inside yourself, you, you know that certain things taste amazing. And oftentimes the reason why is because it comes from a place like this.
1: In other words, it's the flavor. That brings us back to our roots. From the Eblis Neeson Arts and
0: Culture Desk, I'm Kaya Williams. This was the final story in a three-part series produced by Kaya Williams about the Valley's farm-to-table ecosystem. You can hear the full series on our website or on the Aspen Public Radio podcast. The series was produced with assistance from the Public Media Journalists Association Editor Corps. It's supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private company funded by the American people. Thanks for listening and see you next time.